Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. And that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and What's happening? What's happening, y'all? Maestro Styles, Trey Frazier. Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, another episode. We are here live on a Tuesday evening. Um, first of all, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, make sure you like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube page. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Trey Frazier on Instagram and at BobShopSpor2 on Twitter as he runs the uh, podcast Twitter page on Twitter. Um, that's why you see all the Ravens bias. I missed a loss. Yes, sir. Trey, what's going on? All homie? day. Hey, man. Hey, Ra- Ravens all day, man. Even during the loss, bro. Um... You know, I'm seeing a lot of social media stuff going on, man. Everybody trying to walk out of town and everybody wants to be done with the football team. And, you know, it's like, nah, nah, I'm going to ride or die with this team. I'm going to ride or die with Lamar. Um, but we got we got to talk about the real, the real, man. What, what went down, man? Uh, you and I, uh, for the first time in what, months? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we're in the same we're in the same room. Uh, watching this game, uh, man. Um, so let me I, let me I, first just hold, say, hold on. Let, let me just get right to the shits, cause uh-huh. uh, let me let me get right to the shits. I need you to explain yourself as you are the uh, the uh, runner of our podcast um, podcast Twitter feed. I um, had a long day today, but at about about lunchtime today, I mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm checking my Twitter. And I'm seeing this post uh, where you, uh, you know, you retweet uh, Max Kellerman's um, take on Lamar Jackson, basically saying he's 0-6 in high-profile games. And yep. your your reply is, 
if Sunday's game was high profile, was a high profile game, then you gotta count last year's games beating the pa- Patriots, Seahawks, 49ers, Bills, Texans, Rams, and both Steelers games as high profile. Those teams were a combined 82 for 46. Enough of this mm-hmm. big game narrative. Judge him in the playoffs. React. Explain yourself. Well, why do I gotta explain myself? Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just curious okay. why you phrased it that way. Well, um, if your if your dispute is is that he's not zero and six, um, because of these, you know, the Patriots, Seahawks, 49ers, Bills, Texans, Rams, and both Steelers games, I. Uh-huh. If that's your, if that's your, if, if that's what you're saying, I I don't agree with. I still don't agree with it. Then, um, then your second statement that I have an issue with is judge him in the playoffs where he's zero and two. So the narrative would still be in my mind if you're saying judge him mm. in the playoffs, the narrative would still be uh, he don't know how to win the big game. Because if I'm judging him by the playoffs, he wasn't good. Okay, he wasn't good. Uh huh. Okay, so let's 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 go back to the the quote unquote high profile game. And and, I know and, and a, before I, you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me be clear. I just want to make sure all before you defend yourself, all my cards on the table. Um, are you implying that yesterday was not a high profile game? Oh yeah, I, I am implying that it's a high profile game. Oh, that it is. Okay. However, however, if you if you're labeling a one o'clock game as a high profile game between two division rivals, you know, records are not far off. Y'all, y'all was coming in six and zero. We were coming in five and one. It's it's a high profile game. There's there's no you know, debate on my end about that. What I have an issue with the post that Kellerman put out there was that he's talking about he's 0-6 in, in those games. And I'm assuming those six losses he's referring to are the one from Sunday, mm-hmm. right? I assume he's referring to the... Two playoff games. Three, three game, mm-hmm. 2019, and the one we just played them a, couple, a few weeks ago. Uh, the other two games I'm assuming he's re- relating to is the Titans loss in the playoffs and then the playoff loss before that to the Chargers. LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So all those games, I don't think have, uh, I, I, all those games are in common in terms of they were, wouldn't you say the Patriots game last year was a high-profile game? It was a Sunday night game. Everybody got to watch it. Um, um, would you go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Niners coming in as one of the hotter teams in the NFC last year. Was was that not a high-profile game? I believe it was. Um, was them going to Seattle to play a tough Seahawks team who was a playoff team last year? Not a, a high-profile game? Um. I- I believe a high-profile game. When you look at the L.A. Rams game from last year, which was a Monday night football game that everyone watched, everyone and their mama watched this football game. Did we not stomp 
the Rams out 45 to six. I think the, the majority of those, if not all those games that I listed in my tweet, those were high profile games. Those were games against teams that made the playoffs this year. Okay, here's where we so do. this we whole do. thing. This so this so, so this whole thing about being zero and six. Like, okay, you just counting his losses, but okay, what about the ones he won? Okay, he beat some pretty he beat some pretty good teams last year. Like, let's I mean, let's not try to act like those teams last year that we went against when we went fourteen and two weren't <laughs> big games. Okay. Um Anthony and let me did. take it a step further. Okay. And I'm sorry. I no, no, go ahead. Let me, let me, Get your shit let, me, let me take it a step further because somebody somebody on Twitter made this point. What about that Chargers regular season game in 2018 where we had to go to L.A. and face the Chargers? We beat the Chargers in L.A. What was it, like week 16, I think it was? It was like either week 15 or week 16. I remember this Saturday night game. It was it was a national game, and we roughed Philip Rivers up pretty good in that football game. Yeah. That Chargers team was a twelve and four football team. I'm definitely not counting that. Um, Why? Why? All right. So let me Why? let me let me let me let me break down where we disagree. Um, here's where we disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, Steelers Ravens games are always going to be Steelers Ravens games are always going to well I ain't gonna say always. Um, and if I'm being honest, those Steelers wins weren't, weren't, weren't big games last year. They weren't big games. Um, we were a trash team. They were division rivalry games. So that adds something to it, but I wouldn't call y'all contending. Were y'all contending for a playoff spot last year? Were y'all in contention last year? Sure. I don't think that, I don't think that, I don't think that, um, holds a whole bunch of weight this Right now, here's why. Um, here's why I don't. Um, I don't call any of these high profile. Any of these games high profile games. These any games. Of any of any them. Any of them. Not the ones I listed. The ones you listed. Now, near one of them, do I call them high profile? High profile games, and I'll tell you why. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to hear this. Um, the reason why is because I how I would categorize that run for the Ravens last year is a coming these were coming of age games meaning that the Pats Seahawks 49ers Bills Texans Rams were all good teams but we didn't know who the Ravens were yet so the Patriots we know the history of the Patriots you know the history of the Seahawks San Francisco Mm -hmm. not so much um, if you want to play the Deshaun Watson versus uh, Lamar Jackson game, then you know maybe you could call that a high-profile game. Um, and the Rams were a um, you know they had just been in the Super Bowl, so it's like I you know these teams were already good teams, whereas we were just, through this stretch is when we were finding out that Baltimore is a good team. The reason why the Chargers game is a high-profile game is because it's a playoff game. The reason why the reason why the Titans is a big high-profile game is because it was a uh, a playoff game. Um, of course, the Chiefs game that was played this year is a high-profile game because 
the Ravens are now official, officially off of the, you know, MVP 14 and 2. They are official, officially a good team now that are playing mm-hmm. the Super Bowl champions. Okay. That is officially a high profile game now because we know what Baltimore do and we know what Kansas City do. Uh, this prior Steelers game. Mm-hmm. They were we know the 14 and 2 Baltimore Ravens are who they are, and now they're playing a team who got who everybody is, you know, per se, and whether you agree with it or not, are talking mm-hmm. about coming into this game. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the best team in the NFL coming into that week. On top of the fact that it's a division game, on top of the fact of Lamar Jackson versus uh Ben Roethlisberger, which we hadn't seen yet. Um right. Um, the only game that only game that I feel like that in that zero and six that Max Kellerman is talking about that might not have been a um, high profile game, and I'm only saying this because I don't recall which week they played the Chiefs was the uh, last year's mm-hmm. Chiefs versus Ravens um, when we again we didn't know that the Baltimore Ravens even though they had the record we didn't know that like we were they they were coming of age. This year that was week three. That was week three last right. Year, by so the way. so in my mind, that's not a whole. Pro- I, I to me, I would say they're 0, He's zero and five in high profile games because Baltimore wasn't Baltimore yet. Okay, so what's that? So the other game you're missing from that lineup was the Chiefs game from 2018, which was week. I think that was a week 14 game. Okay, yeah, I, I I definitely not counting that game then. I'm if that's in the six, I'm not counting that game. Okay. Well, he's lost how many games? Is- I, I thought he, he lost. lost a- I thought he lost, lost twice to Patrick Mahomes. You telling me he lost three times? He's lost. He's lost three times to Patrick. Okay, Mahomes. yeah, two of those I'm so not counting. Let me, so let me so let me count his losses real quick up up to this point. He's got three losses to Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. He's got the Chargers lost in the playoffs. Yeah. The Titans lost in the playoffs. Yep. He's got this loss he's coming off of, and he's got the Browns loss from week four, I think that was last year. Yeah, but that's not a high-profile game. The Browns is not a high-profile so, game. No, no, right, right. I'm only talking about those – I'm only talking about the over six that Max Kellerman is talking about. Right. So of those six games, you believe that four of those are high-profile games. Right. Okay. Um, so you're saying, okay, so you're saying the two playoff games plus the Chiefs from earlier this year, yep. plus the Pittsburgh game from last week. Yep. You believe those are the, those, those are were the, the high profile, profile games. games. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I disagree with the whole, we didn't know who the Ravens were last year. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Lamar Jackson did, and I, and I get, he didn't play the entire year. In 2018, but he finished that season, you know, six and one. Mm-hmm. Um, we we went to the playoffs. We were a ten and six football team. Now, if you want to tell me that, okay, it, it, we 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 still couldn't, you know, really really figure out what was going on there. Um, I would I would say, I think we knew what this offense was going to be moving forward in 2019, I based did. off of what we've seen. Based off of what we've seen the second half of 2018, I think we all we didn't we didn't anticipate MVP type level play. Exactly. We didn't anticipate that. Exactly. But we knew, but but 
we knew what type of team they were going to be in 2019. We didn't go in 29 thinking the Baltimore Ravens was a Super Bowl team. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Super Bowl. I'm, uh, I'm just talking, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about style of play. We knew what this football team was going to be moving forward in 2019. Okay. What you saw in 20 what you saw in the second half of 2018 was what you were going to see in 2019 minus the MVP year, minus the Super Bowl contention. Yeah, but that's a big you know, thing. type talk. That's a big thing. The you difference know. the difference between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens from 2019 to 2018 to 2019, I'm sorry, 2019 to 2018, I'm, mm-hmm. 2019 to 2020, the difference is is that 2019, we didn't look at the Baltimore Ravens as a Super Bowl caliber team until the season started. This year coming into 2020, we look at the Baltimore Ravens as a Super Bowl contending team. So now the okay. stakes are higher. Okay. So, so that's, what, that's what creates high-profile games in my book. High prof- and in Lamar Jackson's case. This is a high profile team. This is a high, this is, this is a Super Bowl contending team for all intents and purposes. When we started this season, it was Kansas City, Baltimore, and then everybody else. Sure, sure. So, so, so I ruled all those games last year from 2019 when he was coming up. Nobody was talking about Lamar Jackson or the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe, maybe some people when, but nobody. This wasn't a thing until 2020. Okay, so I think this this is I think this is a situation where we have different opinions or different of what a high profile game is. Uh, different definitions of what high profile you know is, and I don't know what Max Kellerman's definition of what he was trying to put out there was. I think, in my opinion, he just was trying to lump all his losses minus the minus the Cleveland game. That that to me is what it sounded like he was trying to do Um, i think he i think i think i think i think for him it was more he was more looking at the quarterback matchup it sounds like because again he counted he counted all three chiefs losses in my in my book you're saying oh and six you're including all those three i agree yeah i agree you know and i I know and i know you said you kind of throw the first two chiefs yeah i don't count those I, i don't count those yeah but but I, I, I think the three I think the three of us, you, I, and Max Kellerman, I think we have different definitions of what high profile is. Well, and here's why I'm challenging your definition of high profile again, because there were there outside of them outside of the Baltimore Ravens playing football and trying to make the playoffs. Yep. There were no real stakes in that run. They were becoming the team that they are right now with the with the with the projections and with the expectations. They were becoming that team when they was on that run that you listed in your tweet. Mm. Now that oh. they are now that they okay. are that team, the expectations mm-hmm. come with that. So you you get dogged the way you got dogged against Kansas City um, earlier this year. Um, right. I won't say I, for the sake of a for the sake of an objective conversation, you lose the game the way you lost the game against Pittsburgh this past Sunday, and then the conversation is the conversation is legitimate. I mean, you said it yourself. Lamar Jackson has to play better in these yeah, no games. Question about in, it. In these no, games, no question about it. You know what I'm right. saying? No so, question, so no question I, about yeah, it. I think I, yeah. I, we agree. I think. I think low key. We agree on what high profile games are. I just think you don't like the fact that he's shitting on your quarterback. 
Well, no, his his stat is incorrect, but it, his stat is incorrect. That that you know, if 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 he's basing it off of which sounds to me like quarterback matchups, which are you know, I would say Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson is a high profile quarterback matchup. I would say that uh, Ben versus Lamar is a high profile quarterback matchup. If he's basing it off of that, then if you go back to last year, we're talking about Lamar versus Deshaun. We're talking about Russell versus Lamar. We're mm-hmm. talking about Brady versus Lamar. Yeah, but then um, that means you got to take out Jimmy Garoppolo because he's not that guy and Jared Goff is not that guy. Josh sure, Allen sure. is not even that guy. Sure, sure, sure. We 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 semi agree there. But I, I think it's silly to say that none of that that none of those games last year. I don't think any of them were. were. That, that I, I just think that's ridiculous. The expectations are the expectations weren't there. That doesn't mean that it's not high profile. I think just high profile just means just because it's less expectations doesn't mean it's not high profile. I think that's the very definition of what high profile is: is when you when both teams have expectations. I think that's okay. the very definition of it. So. Was Sunday night's Eagles Cowboys game high profile? No, it was just prime time because people like to watch Cowboys. That's a that's a that's a media game. That's not a high that no that was not a high profile game. Okay, but it, it was high. It was it was high profile for that reason you just stated. No, no, you no. Might not, is, you might not call it that. No, no, no. That's not again by definition. By my definition, let me be clear. That's not called. That's not high profile. That is that is. Viewers like to watch the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. So let's put them in prime time. Yep. That there's or, no or, or let's keep them there. Yeah. In, there's, in, in there case. are no expectations. There were no expectations for Dallas to win. There were no expectations for Dallas to even be good. Hell, there weren't really expectations for Philly to be good. And for all intents and purposes, that was a shit game to watch. I watched the pair show on Netflix. I cut it off. I, I agree. Yeah. I, so so no. I, I agree hundred percent. So no, that's not a high profile. That's not a high, pro- high profile. Isn't defined by what time you decide to put the game on TV because we know that TV doesn't dictate high profile games. All you got to do is be a team that people like to watch on TV, and you'll get the prime time slot. So no, that's so not a high profile you, game. So to you, high profile games dictate. We know who this team is. We know who that team is. Big dog this versus is, big dog. High, this is a high profile game. Big dog versus big dog. That's a high profile game to me. Big dog versus big dog. Meaning, good team versus good team. We know who these who these cats are right now. Okay. Um, I slightly. I don't have a. Let me let me say this. I don't have a problem with your definition of that. I just I just have a problem with Max Kellerman's um, take on it. The fact that he just lumped all the losses minus the Cleveland loss in his career and said, oh, these are high profile games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, if you're if you're calculating it based off of that, then you got to throw those games from last year into your conversation. That, and that, that's what I would say to Max Kellerman. OK, is if you if you if, you, if you're going to lump the Chiefs loss from 2018 to 2019 you got to put that Seahawk W from last year in that record. You have yeah. to. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that was coming. I think Lamar Jackson was officially becoming Lamar Jackson, the MVP Lamar Jackson, and 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 I think that's what separates it from being a high profile game to what's going on now. Now, again, obviously, playoff games mean something. So 
Yeah, you got to hold that down. I agree. Yeah, I think you got to hold those down. Automatically, playoff games are there regardless of the opponent or not. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I do agree with that because I don't, you know, I don't think I think you and I think that the Chargers from twenty eighteen last year, we didn't really know who they really were going to be because let's yeah. remember the Chargers were coming off of some bad seasons before that, you know, twelve and four season, mm-hmm. and then when you look at the Titans. They're just coming off of getting rid of Mariota midseason and Tannehill comes in and, you know, they, they had the magical run they made. Right. So, right. So, yeah. Right. And now we know who the Titans are right now and they're playing. Now we know who the Titans are. Right. Mm-hmm. And and really, we know who the Chargers are now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That's that, the playoff uh, game, we, we, so. Yeah, we, we, we got to get into that, man. But, no, I, I just wanted to. You know, but first, before we kind of talked about the game, I, I did want to say Ronnie Stanley get well soon. Yeah, um, sure. at the ankle injury, that was a nasty injury right there. And um, he Humphrey the get well. He tested positive. What's that? No, I was just saying that he's done for the year, Stanley. Yes, he is. Yeah. He, he's done for the year. Um, Marlon Humphrey tested positive for COVID, so Marlon get well soon. And they I know send- they put like six other players on the COVID list, right? which sounds to me like our game with the Colts is somewhat of an kind of a limbo for this mm-hmm. weekend. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal is with uh, where that's concerned. Um, look, man. And then I wonder I'm, how I'm that go- affects Pittsburgh. Or does it? Well, well, Pittsburgh um, tested negative today. Okay, they tested everybody today, to my understanding. So okay. there's no positive tests on the Pittsburgh side. So y'all, y'all straight on that front. But I, but I, I do want to kind of reference some interviews that I've been on. You know, in you know season, you know during the you know football preseason before the season started, where I was on Jelani Brown's. Uh, AFC North Roundtable. I, I know you remember you watching that mm-hmm. and me and the Pittsburgh guy kind of going back and forth about how I felt like Lamar needed to improve his game. And then when Chibs was on with us uh, just a few weeks ago, um, I was saying the same thing. Hey, I need to see some improvement from Lamar. And both those cats was like, well, he threw 36 touchdowns. Um, you know, we had a, a, a nice, you know, ratio. I mean, he can throw the football. And it's like, no, no, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about his ability to throw the football. I'm not talking about the 36 touchdowns. I'm not talking about the stats. We're not talking about the production I'm, more so. I'm talking about the production. I'm talking about the efficiency. I'm talking about what you said just before I left your crib the other day, Maestro. He only is going to throw in the middle of the field. And every, and every defense knows that. Pittsburgh's defense knew that. I just want to see you throw the back shoulder fade. I want to see you throw, you know, that out route, you know, outside the numbers. Mm-hmm. Because those are the throws that you're going to need to make <laughs> in the clutch when it's, you know, when it's, when it's, you know, big boy time. When yeah. it's, you know, money's on the line, playoff spots, Super Bowls are on the line. I, I, I just need him to improve in just that part of his game. Mm-hmm. That's it. And yeah. That's that's all. That's all I was talking about. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know he can throw. I know we we, we know he can throw. There's but, no, but it's just it's, it's yeah. no doubt about that. But it's, and I got, but it's it's easy to run. It's easy to run numbers up when all you're doing is throwing among Andrews and Hayden Hurst. I mean, you know, like it's yep. tight ends are, are quarterbacks' best friends, especially when you ain't you know you ain't necessarily 
fully, you know, calmed down and got, you know, got your burns at playing quarterback in the NFL. Like, yeah, the first thing I'm going to throw to was somebody right in front of me that's 6'5", 250 pounds. Like, you know, obviously they're not that big tight ends, but, you know, around that, you know, when they're around that size, yeah, that's the first thing I see when I'm in trouble. I'm going to throw it right there. So Right there. Yeah, you know. absolutely. And, and it's it, not just the tight ends. Willie Sneed, Willie Sneed goes right. over the middle. Yeah. Um, I've seen on several occasions Hollywood Brown go but, over the middle. But we know, but we know who we're talking about. Mark Andrews is a, is is a probably the third best, probably the third best tight end in the game. Um, yeah. but he's getting the volume. He's yeah, right. getting the volume. Um, Hayden Hurst was another. Hayden Hurst got a contract based off of his production in, in Baltimore last year. Right. So and, uh, and quite frankly, his and really Hayden Hurst really wasn't that great last year. It was just the fact that we had two good tight ends, and they decided, you know what, Atlanta needs a tight end. Let's just, you know, ship them off to ATL and let's get some draft picks back. That really, that's what that was about. That really wasn't that. It wasn't that Hayden Hurst wasn't good. He, it was just because Mark Andrews was getting all the volume, like you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think what has to happen moving forward because I I think the play calling too has been a little bit off, you know, this season so far. And you know, thank God we're five and two, and oh, that's great. But there's just there's just something you know going on. And Hollywood Brown posted on Twitter the other day saying, "Yo, how you gonna have these soldiers and you know you're not mm-hmm. using them properly?" A little bit that of AB was- coming out. That was a shot, and I loved it. Yeah, I, 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 I loved it. Yeah, he had that every was right a shot to. at Greg Roman. Yeah, and 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 Hollywood Brown is absolutely right. Yo, yeah. run Get some plays for Hollywood Brown. Yeah, get him involved in the offense a little early. You know, I think he had two catches yesterday, and he had a and he had a touchdown that uh, wasn't a touchdown. Yeah, uh, one where he didn't drag his feet there. Um, so yeah, I would. I, Hollywood Brown get more involved in the offense now as the season goes on and they somehow can't incorporate that then that tells me a couple of things number one either they don't think Hollywood Brown um can work outside the numbers that way or they think just Lamar Jackson um that that part of his game is just not quite where they feel like it needs to be be. Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. at some yeah so at at some point that as the season goes on, because you know I I still got my hope for the AFC North, but I still feel really good about our goals this year as far as Super Bowl championship aspirations. We we're, we're still we're still in line for that. I, mm-hmm. I I feel really good about that. But if we run into the Chiefs again, Pittsburgh, and 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 really Tennessee, because until we play the Titans again, right now they 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 got our number right now. Mm-hmm. So un, 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 until you can prove it to one of those teams again, it, it it's gonna be the same old narrative as far as the playoffs go. Mm-hmm. You know, what if he loses, if he loses, go ahead. I was, no, I was just asking what we got, got the Titans. Uh, I think we we either got them after this week or the following week. Okay. I'm not sure about that. But I, I think that I think that's a home game for us. Mm-hmm. So it's probably after the Colts game. Okay. Okay. So um so yeah, we you know, we, we, we still gotta prove ourselves against those kinds of teams. And right now, offense 
is just a, it's just a little shaky right now. Mm. Um, as far as turnovers go, that was the that was the big reason we lost that football game. Mm-hmm. Um, the, four turn, the, the four turnovers, uh, the two turnovers, the one pick six, and then the one coming out of the first half into mm-hmm. the second half. Yeah, those those, those were the two killers. Yeah. Those were the two killers for us. Um, you said something to me um, when I was when we were watching the final drive there. Not the final drive. It was the second to final drive where we didn't get the fourth down there. Mm-hmm. You, you you were saying something to me about you would you wouldn't take the three points there. You was asking me you would you wouldn't take the three points there. Yeah, I, I remember we can't that. I remember we can't that. Y'all should have did what y'all did. Yeah, I, I'm like yeah, hell I no. Can, yeah, I, I, I said hell no. Yeah, I, I I get the concept. I understand that you know you kick three there. You're down by one. You try to Play get the defense. ball back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and 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 for real. Now that I'm kind of really thinking about it, I can understand it a little bit more because we were moving the football against y'all. Yeah. So if it was so if it was just a matter of getting to field goal range, we 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 could have did that because mm-hmm. we were doing that, you know, the entire game. Yeah. So I get so I get that concept. For me, it's not my my, my defense right now. They just gave up a quick touchdown to y'all after we took a lead. Um. Yeah. My 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 defense at that point. They they kind of I don't want to say they checked out, but I just didn't feel confident that had we kicked the three there and put y'all back on offense, that, that we weren't going to get the ball back in that situation. Yeah, I, I just didn't feel that way. I felt more comfortable going for it, and if we didn't get it, you guys were backed up at like what was that like the three or three, the something, the, something right. crazy? Yeah, yeah. I, I I felt more comfortable because y'all were going to kind of play it a little conservative. Being that y'all were, you know, further run back the clock out. Mm-hmm. toward the end zone there versus being at like the twenty or the twenty-five, yeah. if that makes sense. So, How do you feel about the fourth and three play call? Um, I don't mind the play call. I just wish that I saw they coming a mile away. The, I wish they would have put somebody in the backfield next to Lamar because it was a it was an easy giveaway, right? It was, you know, if somebody's covered Lamar's gonna run mm-hmm. so th- to me that's sort of what gave it away I didn't mind the play call I just wish that they would have kept somebody in the backfield with him to at least pose the threat of okay Dobbins could get the rock here or Lamar could get the rock there mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was clear that it was only going to be one guy to make that happen and it was going to be Lamar okay so we punt we give you another chance to um Win the game, y'all, he throws a, uh, a motherfucking dart down the middle to a wide open, essentially wide open Willie Sneed. Um, gets y'all right back in, you know, in that in that zone where y'all can win the yep. game for a touchdown. Yep. Um, last play, I, I won't go through the whole sequence of time management and all that. And they, oh, well, yes, I will. Um, um, should they have put time back um, on the clock? I think they sh- I think they should have because somebody got hurt, right? Was that was that uh, the situation? Uh, Cam Hayward. Was on the I think Cam Hayward got hurt. They took right. the time. They took the timeout. They did take the, they did take the timeout for injury, um, but they did yeah. not add time on the clock. And you saying they should have? Yeah, I, I thought they should have. That probably was a good five seconds there. Um, I I don't. Uh, yeah, I guess it would have made a difference because by the time he tried to get it to Sneed, the clock 
ran out there. So mm-hmm. if if there was an additional five seconds, he would have had another uh, play to run there. But um, as far as time management, um, I I don't think it was a big deal yeah, in I- the regard that. You know, they had eight seconds, and it wasn't like they had to rush to the line to get a playoff. Yeah. They didn't have to rush in that situation because of the timeout because Cam got hurt. Um, I will say, though, and it kind of goes back to my point about being able to throw outside the numbers, this is another reason that he's got to learn how to do that or do it more consistently because, man, I mean, we could have stopped the clock on several occasions on those drives too, man. Mm-hmm. Like if we would have, you know, threw the out to somebody, got out of bounds, stopped the clock there, man. That, I mean, that that would have been huge. But you know, because we throw in the middle of the field so much, we don't get that opportunity to, you know, get ourselves set. You know, the clock keeps going. We got to rush to the line. We got to spike the ball. And you know, when you saw on that sneed um, over the middle, that one play before we got to about the twenty or the twenty-three. We had to rush to the line. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we burnt almost 10 seconds, 10, 12 seconds off the clock there. Yeah. And if that would have been like an outside throw and the guy would have been out of bounds, that would have stopped the clock at about a good 15, 16 seconds. And we would have we would have been good from that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, man. Yeah, I hear you. I got one more. Um, yeah, go ahead. John Harbaugh complains about the last play. Uh, essentially saying that um, there should have been a penalty. I think he said uh, Fitzpatrick hit him in the head. He got a hit in the head or something like that. Um, uh-huh. Any any uh, credence to his complaint? I, I, I think he's just upset because we lost the game. I, I, me personally, I didn't see anything that warranted a flag. I don't yeah. know what you, what, what did you see? Oh, I, oh, he, I, Last yeah. play of the game, it got to be blatant. Anything. It got to be blatant. Both both players were going for the ball. You going mm-hmm. for the ball? You got a right. You got a right to go get, try to get the ball. Both of them try to get it. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, it's, I had no problem. It, it's it's similar to last night's game. Deion Lewis going for the two point conversion, and Tampa kind of runs into Deion Lewis, and everybody's like, "Oh, they should have threw a flag there." And da 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 da. Nah. Let it let 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 them niggas play it out. Yeah. Let, let them let unless them it's something it blatant. Out. Unless it's something blatant, obviously. Right. And I didn't think that was blatant. And, yeah. I, and I didn't think that I didn't think the Minka on Sneed thing was blatant either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I ain't, yeah, I ain't gonna get into I'm that good. awful win. All right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. On the Pittsburgh I'm side, good, on the Pittsburgh side, um, uh, not enough can be said about uh, Ben Roethlisberger in the second half when. They essentially gave up on the running game and was like, "Let Ben, let Ben do what he do," um, and he delivered. For he delivered, I can't even say for the most part. He delivered mm-hmm. in the second half. Uh, you know, that's 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 what seventeen years of playing quarterback could get you. It wasn't nothing amazing. Uh, it was just him methodically going yeah. down the field and doing what mm-hmm. a veteran should do. In that type of situation, when you can't get nothing really going for you, um, number two, Robert Sp- uh, uh, Robert Spillane. Um, mm-hmm. Look, he is never going to be Devin Bush caliber linebacker, uh, mm-hmm. but he is playing his ass off at middle linebacker right now with the green dot. I know we just signed Avery Williamson, who I am happy we got. By the way, I'm happy that we got him. 
Um, just mm-hmm. to you know, just to kind of balance it out for the Spillane. Spillane is not yep. as fast as Avery Williamson, so there's mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, you know, I'm and happy. He play, and he played good for the Jets. Yeah, um, yeah, he for, wasn't for bad. A few weeks there. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't bad. Um, um, so I'm happy, and we got him for cheap, and um, it's not going to cost us any draft picks in this upcoming up and coming draft. The uh, the two picks we gave was in the 2022 draft, so. Um, you know, and we only paying upwards of one point one point eight seven, I believe, is the number that we're paying them for the rest of the year. Cool. Um, with so Spillane gets the helmet for gets the the MVP on defense. Ben Roethlisberger for me gets it on uh, offense. Uh, I do also want to put out point out um one look. Tomlin did it last year. With no quarterback, with no quarterback, eight and eight season, and he yep. should and he should have been in high regard for coach of the year last year. This year, with his quarterback, mm-hmm. he's seven and no. And people, and again, let me be very clear in an objective conversation: the Pittsburgh Steelers are not the best or most complete football team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. But Tomlin doing it right now, and I don't care what nobody got to say. Um, if all intents and purposes we finish this year twelve and four, thirteen and three, um, he gets here. He gets coach of the year for me. Yeah, I would. I, I, on the Pittsburgh side, I I would just call Sunday's game like a real, like complete team win. Like I, I think it was. I think it was a, like a tale of two halves, right? So offensively for Pittsburgh, y'all wasn't getting it going in the first half. Um, the defense certainly kept you guys in it, uh, defensively, the two interceptions, the, the forced fumble, um, another, I think it was another, the fourth turnover. I forget how the fourth turnover, um, came about, but, um, certainly, you know, being gifted just 20 yards, it, it, it definitely helps the offense is, is no question about it. And I, and I think there were a couple other drives that, Pittsburgh had where it was like okay we we we, we got to go to work mm-hmm. and one of them one of the drives that I could think of was right after we took the lead back which I think it was 24 21 I believe mm-hmm. we took we took that lead back and then um y'all, y'all just came right catches. down the field clutch catches by Juju Smith-Schuster some some clutch catches um a, a little aided by the refs I'll say mm-hmm. um I, I won't you know I won't make excuses but there was you know, we had some penalties on that drive that didn't help us on the defensive side that aided you guys. So that those penalties, I think there was like two penalties on that drive. I think one was 15 yards and I think the other one was like a 10 yard penalty or something like that. So, um, you know, penalties and turnovers, man, um, it, it, it don't matter how much you dominate a team on the ground. I think we had like 270 something yards rushing. Yards rushing. Yeah, I mean we, I mean almost four hundred plus yards of offense. Yeah. Um, I mean we we, I mean when you look at the stat sheet, you you think the Ravens won the football game, but convincingly when you look, yeah, convincingly, but four turnovers, penalties, that that that'll do it, man. That that'll that'll swing momentum in another team's favor. It'll you know it, it changes everything, bro. Yeah. No, so dis- it, it, no, it is no, what it no is. No disagreements. I'll just say it one more time. The Pittsburgh still is a seven and zero going into Dallas. 
after that, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, yep. and, and then obviously. And then, you know, I didn't realize this. Um, not only are we getting Pittsburgh, Baltimore uh, on Thanksgiving, we are also right. getting Cowboys and Washington football team on Thanksgiving. <sighs> um, oh, God. Yo, they got to... <laughs> Yo, they, they got to do something about that, yo. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, in the DMV area, Cowboys mm-hmm. Redskins on Thanksgiving is always going to be a good thing, no matter who's the better or worst team. Um, right. The whole Cowboys and Indians uh, theme that goes with it, obviously they're not going to be the Indians. They're not going to be that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but um, that whole theme that goes behind it, obviously, um, while this is, uh, you know, we're in D.C., the Dallas – cowboy fandom is you know big in the dmv area so um you know there's always that i did nothing nothing warms my heart more um on thanksgiving than watching um my kids mother's family on thanksgiving you know half of them is redskin fans and half of my cowboys fans and they all pile together in that house and you know do what they do and you know and argue and fight and talk redskins it i mean football team and Cowboys, that like that's a good Thanksgiving feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I so while it doesn't mean so much um, everywhere else in the world, in right. the DMV, that's always going to be a that's always going to be a great Thanksgiving game, and um, we we sh- you know that that viewership is always going to be good in this area for that game. So right. um, and, and and keep in mind. Um, they don't play each other on Thanksgiving every Thanksgiving. Yeah, I right, think right. It's like maybe every maybe every two years, two or three, every years, three maybe, years, yeah. You know, something like that. Because if I'm not mistaken, they played the Bills last year on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. The Cowboys, that I, so. something like that. Yeah, they played the Bills. I think it was yeah. on Thanksgiving. Because I, I, I feel remember. like I feel like that should be just like the Packers and Lions are a, a Thanksgiving game every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might be hometown bias. I feel like Dallas and, and football teams should be a yearly thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's funny? I don't think I ever shared this with you, but I was thinking that maybe the NFL should start to think about um, an idea like similar to how the NBA schedules their basketball games on Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's all marquee matchups. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... You know, it's not the Pelicans versus the Grizzlies or anything like that. It's, you know, whoever LeBron, whatever team LeBron is on, he playing on Thanksgiving, right? right? right. Uh, Steph, Steph, KD, AD, Harden, Westbrook, all them, all those guys are playing on Thanksgiving, on, right. on Christmas, no matter, you know, who the opponent is, no matter what the situation is. I, I think they should find a way to employ that idea with the NFL on Thanksgiving, now, I understand why they don't do it that way, because I think they prefer more those like like quarterback matchups. Like if it's Mahomes versus Russell or something like that, like I think they would prefer that to be like on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday night where they probably get more viewership mm-hmm. than on Thanksgiving. So I can understand why they don't. But I wouldn't mind seeing, um, you know, those kinds of quarterback matchups on Thanksgiving versus seeing the same old Lions every year versus seeing, you know, the Cowboys that and and, and you probably got to put the Cowboys there because of the Cowboys. But I would have like for me this year, I would have found a way to put the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Ravens, Pittsburgh, possibly uh, Green Bay 
and I'm, I'm who am I? Else I'm thinking maybe, maybe the Saints. I, I would have thought about maybe putting those six teams on Thanksgiving and making those matchups. You know, of course, depending on how the schedule works and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I think for me, I find more. I like, I like. See, I rivalry games is what I think should be football on Thanksgiving. It should be sure. rivalry games. So I agree with yep. the Lions and Packers every single year. Again, mm-hmm. if it, I would agree with the Cowboys and the football team every year. I would agree mm-hmm. with the Ravens in Pittsburgh every year. Those those rivalry games where you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a game because of the rivalries. I mean, obviously, you know, like we know the Lions have been bad for you know forever. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, but there was yeah. a time where those games were competitive. I I, just, I think it's more for me. I think it's more. It should be more about history. It should be more yep. about those rivalries. Those those big time rivalries like. Lions and Packers have been since the existence of football. Uh, Cowboys or, or Bears Packers or Bears Packers. I wouldn't even be mad at that. Yeah, you know those, but those caliber of games. Um, um, and obviously those are the three biggest rivalries in the NFL: the uh, Baltimore Pittsburgh Cowboys football team um, and Packers Lions or Packers Bears will probably be right. four. But and um, really, I think it could be Cowboys versus anybody else in the NFC East for real. Yeah, but it wouldn't. That that don't hold the same weight. And and, and again, it may be hometown bias, but I don't think it is. I think mm-hmm. the biggest NFC East rivalry is Cowboys versus football team. So, um, okay. you know, that every year is going to get you is going to get you the viewership. I think that you want. Okay. No, I I think I'll I'll say this. I do think it's hometown. You know, bias. I do think that. Um, I think if you're looking at the numbers, I think if you're looking at market size, Dallas versus the Giants. If you if you if you're talking about market size and viewership, that that's probably the better matchup. Dallas. Who do you think is the Detroit. bigger football t- football town, New York or DC? Oh, DC is a bigger football town. I get what you're saying. They, they they got more people, but uh, I think more people are going to show. If we're talking about viewership, more people are going to watch, more DC uh, consumers are going to watch that game than New York consumers are going to watch that game. I I agree with that. Um, however, I think if you combine the numbers for a Redskins Cowboys game versus the numbers for Giants Cowboys game, I think Giants Cowboys. I think the numbers. I think the numbers would do more. And I understand the point about. New York not caring so much about well not it's not so much that New York doesn't care about football it's more you know DC cares a lot more about football but because it's you know the market size is so big in New York you you're, you're going to have more people watch the Giants despite the fact that it's still a baseball town I mean let's be clear you, you understand yeah, what I'm saying yeah but let's and let's be clear if the football team was a winning franchise Mm-hmm. Um, we they'd be up there as far as fan base, as far as fan base, they'd be up there with you know the, the, the mid tier teams. They'd be up there with uh, Pittsburgh. They if they were winning, the fan base would be as rabid as some of these other teams. It's just that they're that not I winning. That yeah. I agree with. And and if they didn't go through all this, well, I don't want to say if they didn't go through you know the scandal and all that stuff, but because it's still it's still fans still rooting for this team. And some of that, and let's be clear, if they were winning games, a lot of that we wouldn't we'd be trying to sweep it under the rug. Mm, yeah, 
I, I think that's happening now. as a fan. I mean, but I mean, as a fan base, well, it's probably happening as a fan base too. But um, right, that's, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think that's happening now with yeah. all the you know with all the stuff that's going on there. So, um, so I, I did just want to get to just a few things here. Did you see the fight in yeah, the Bears Saints course. game? Yeah, you were going to say uh, Wims, who was suspended a game, I believe, for uh, yeah. w- w- walking up on Gardner. Gardner Gardner Johnson, I think there his you name go. is. Gardner Johnson and hitting him in his face and he yeah. Gardner was, Johnson clearly that was sort of a weird sequence, right? <laughs> um, well, um, the way I the way I understand it via Twitter, um, Gardner Gardner Johnson had done something to Allen Robinson mm-hmm. in a prior in a previous play, and right. um, I guess Wims took a took you know, took offense to it. So yeah. when that next play was over, I mean, you see the sequence, he wasn't even dealing with Gardner Johnson on that play. When the play stops, he walked up to Gardner Johnson and yeah. just swung on him. So, yeah. um, you know, me scrolling through Twitter, it was saying, they were saying that they think, I forget, I, it might have been uh, Stillers Depot I was saw on Twitter that was saying apparently that this is what happened uh, Gardner Johnson and Adam Robinson had got tied up, and Wims didn't like that. Yeah. So on the like the next play or some play after that, he just walked up right. on him and, 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 and threw some hands at him. And Gardner Johnson yeah. clearly didn't know what was going on. He got hit and was like, "Huh?" Like he clearly didn't realize. Right. That's what was so weird about it. Yeah. I mean, without without me knowing the backstory to it, when he just came up to homie and you know swung on him, he was like, "Yo, what?" What well, is happening? Yeah, right. And then he, and then he swung on them again, and then next thing you know, they you know they tussling back and forth. Yeah, and let's be clear. Gardner Johnson didn't even throw a punch. Like he was, you right. could tell he was clearly in awe. Like what is happening right now? Yeah, right. Like like what's this hockey or something? How many like, times have you been? How many times have you got a free punch on like a free like three hits on somebody and didn't drop them? My God. And didn't do nothing. Right. Didn't do nothing. Like <laughs> like not even swing. Like even yeah. if you missed them, like. Swing. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the fact that Christian Wims, or I think his name is Christian Wims, didn't Wims, even, yeah. didn't even like. I don't think Gardner Johnson had a concussion or nothing. I think he was like, no. I, I have never had a free, li- uh, a free three licks on somebody and didn't knock them clean out. <laughs> but I, but I, I, I do have a little smoke to give to Wims in just yeah. in this regard. Oh, let's be clear, and, that was a bitch move. Yeah, that too, but. You gonna hit a nigga with his helmet on? Like I think we've we've had conversations in the past about dudes trying to you know throw punches in dudes' faces, and niggas still got their helmets on. It's like, yo, what, what you trying to hurt your hand? Like, uh, like I'm not hurting my hand if you got a helmet on. Yeah. Like you take that helmet off and let's go at it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not gonna hurt my hand because of you. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, Wims should have been suspended and all those, you yeah, know, all those, uh, you know, things that should have happened happened. Um, I just the league got it right with this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it wasn't a, a big deal, so it's not like you know you throw them out for four games. But I mean, yeah. it was a fight. That's yep. what happens when you. That's what happens when you fight. You should no. get suspended. Um, I don't know if he was ejected again. I would assume that he was ejected immediately. Um, he was. Yeah, he I would was. assume that he was ejected immediately, and you know, so all those things, all those things. No doubt, no doubt. Um, is the Pats dynasty over? 
Past Dynasty is over. Um, it's, I, I hate it. Uh, I, I hate it for Cam Newton, but yep. um, but good riddance. Yeah, good. I think good, we got we to clap. Good riddance, Patriots man. are two and five right now, and, and they have I'm, no means of coming back from this. I I am loving this. They have no I, means and of I, I hate back. it for Cam. I hate Let it for Cam. I hate it for Cam Newton. Because let's be clear. They're going to spend this for Cam to not get his bread next year. That's because he's on a $550,000 contract. And yep. when it's time for one year, so when it's time to come back, um, mm-hmm. you know, which I would hope that the Patriots would sign him again, you know, give yep. him some money. Um, mm-hmm. But they can't give him, they can't give him $40 million now. Mm-hmm. They can't do it. So I had this interesting back and forth on Twitter, and I think you know Steelers Depot um, on Twitter there. Yeah. Um, I, it was an interesting back and forth. So he posted something and said if Tomlin was able to do what he did with the team last year and go 8-8, eight and eight, what does it say about Belichick this year and not being able to, you know, even sniff that? And... And I guess in the Patriots defense, because I'm really, you know, I really wasn't trying to defend the Patriots because I hate them so much. Mm -hmm. But let's be real. I don't think the Steelers situation last year even compares remotely to what the Patriots have gone through this year. When you talk about the best players on defense opting out to not play quarterback testing positive for COVID, when you talk about the facilities being closed for uh, a couple of weeks and you talk about a game being shifted to a Monday night to having a bye week come earlier than you expected to. None of that, none of that stuff happened with Pittsburgh um, uh, yeah, last year. Yeah, you're right. I think a better argument, um, if you were to defend the Patriots, um, mm-hmm. the a better argument is, is that this defense is trash. They have no young gunners. They have no body on offense. See, here's the thing. Um, mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers last year had an elite defense. Mm-hmm. They have an elite. Uh, it was an elite defense last year. With, right. And they and they still and still like as we speak today, that defense with all those young guys haven't right. they haven't reached their full potential yet. Guys like right. uh, Court, uh, 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 Cameron Sutton, guys mm-hmm. like Tuitt, guys like uh, Spillane, hell, Bud Dupree, who may not even be here next year, but he hasn't really got there yet. Um, they got so many youngins. Uh, Devin Bush, I mean, I know he's on IR now, but I mean, on uh, right. but Devin Bush hasn't reached his potential yet. So they got young boys who um, who haven't even really developed. Into the players that they may or may not be, Javon Hargrave, who's not there anymore. Like they got, they had young boys who was just flying. Right. They, so we became an elite defense, you know. Once we brought uh, Minka over, um, the yep. Patriots don't have that kind of defense uh, last year, the year before, and certainly not this year. They don't have that kind of defense. They got Gilmore. Right. Obviously, they got the defensive player of the year, um, right. but. I mean, looking at T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt might be the defensive player of the year this year. Right. Like, I think I think I think you're right in terms of the players themselves compared to the players in New England. I just think that would be a that would have been a better argument to Steelers Depot 
that look, this the Steelers had a top five at worst, top five deep, top five defense at worst. But wasn't the but wasn't the Patriots good on defense last year too? Uh, I'm sure they were okay, but I'm not. But you, I'm not talking about stats per se. Like they may have statistically sure. been a top five defense, but they right. weren't the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Right, that I agree with. Yeah. That, and, that's, and that's why I said, I, I think in terms of the players on the Steelers last year versus the players on the Patriots this last year. year or this year, because that's the comparison. Well, yeah, well, this year is the comparison, but players opted out. I, I, think, that's the, I think that's the more glaring um, comparison. Who opted that, out again? Uh, Dante Hightower. Um... Trying to think of the and other that's a big name. Piece, Patrick Chung. Patrick Chung. Okay, yeah, those are big pieces um, to that defense. And it was three other guys, but they but they were the more important players, players to that defense, that team. Mm-hmm. right? And so in my head, I'm thinking if these players hadn't opted out, I don't think they're two and five. I, I think they're more like four and three yeah. if those players don't opt out. Maybe. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they were saving that team like that because um, that offense is still trash. Yeah, offensively, that they're, offense yeah, is trash. Yeah, they, they're just not that good. I mean, and, and 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 maybe maybe the defense with those players not opting out, maybe they would have won some extra games for them. You know, who who knows? Maybe I mean, maybe they were, they, maybe they were doing that last year. Let's, yeah. let's be real. We talked about the Patriots' offense not being what it was last year, yeah. and we talked about. The defense rising to the occasion on certain in certain games last year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they were terrible. They just weren't Pittsburgh, like you said. They were middle of the maybe not middle of the pack. Maybe I would say bottom of the, of the pack. top ten. Maybe I, statistically, I get stats, and you got to live by that. When I look at you, ain't got to live by that, but you that at least has to be involved in your decision making. But uh, I don't think that team. Just looking at the. That team play. I don't know that they were a top ten defense. They're, I would say they were different. middle pack. I would I say they were middle I, pack. Yeah, but I think I, yeah, but I think that would have been. A, I I think that would have been a better argument to that. You know, to their uh to their argument if you spoke to the talent on this year's Patriots team to the talent on last year's Steelers team. Right. Um. I mean, because right. yes, COVID nineteen has obviously been impactful for everybody, but we're talking about two weeks. That that the Patriots had to deal with what what deal with what what they were dealing with when so, it comes I, to COVID yes yes when it comes to COVID yes but obviously but obviously Patrick Chung Hightower I, and maybe yeah. but I didn't even see that in your argument and I, and I and I didn't watch the entire back and forth I thought I saw I saw their comment and your reply and then that's all I saw so um, yeah I mentioned I mentioned the fact that the the, the defensive players opted out okay. I mentioned that I mentioned COVID I mentioned the facilities being shut down not being able to practice I I mean I mentioned that as a combination of things that contribute that are contributing to why the Patriots are two and five yeah. You know, yeah. I, and again, I think the point that they were trying to make was, is, hey, what is this really saying about Bill Belichick? Or what is it, is it really saying about, about my... the way they've been drafting players? Because we, you know, we, we kind of talk about the Patriots draft and, you know, Tom Brady has put a mask on this thing for, for so long that now it's starting to get exposed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and 
like I said, much props to Mike Tomlin because in my mind, um, and clearly for me right now, he's the coach of the year for me right now. Um, and that's that's not a that's not a he's, he's, he's a candidate. I think in, he's in my book year right now. Because um, if you couldn't give it to him when he was, you know, putting it together with that bum team, and right. and right now he's putting it together with every you know with you know majority mm-hmm. of the parts he needed. Now he's undefeated. Right now, it's no argument for me. Right now, um, right. obviously that could change as the season goes along. But right now, he's coach of the year, and um, I will put the and I'm put I'm putting my vote in for T.J. Watt defensive player of the year right now. Right now. So if you're the Browns right now and you just lost this football game to the Raiders, came into your own building, low scoring game. Um, it, it looked to me like. Cleveland couldn't get nothing going on offense. That I mean, I know I'm looking at the score here, but it just seemed like they they couldn't get nothing going against a Raiders defense that I really don't think is really that good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how good the Ra- Raiders are, but I know ain't nobody talking about them on defensively. So, right. You so be able to, to move me, the ball. So to me, that's more an indictment on the Browns. Yeah, and, and, and I get, and I get that. Odell Beckham's gone for the year, so you got to make adjustments. But you still got Jarvis Landry, yeah, right? I'm not you still got Kareem Hunt, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shooting them. I'm not shooting the oh, shooting the Cleveland Brown shooting the Cleveland Browns bail on the Odell Beckham thing being out against the Las Vegas Raiders. Not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm with you it. there. Are, should, should Browns fans be concerned? Concerned right about what they're overachieving that, that, they, that they'll miss that they miss the playoffs. Um, no, I think they'll still make the playoffs. But let's be clear, they're overachieving right now. If you're looking at what they did last year, of course, so, and, um, with less, and with less and with less expectations this year, right? They're you know finally getting you know getting the due that they deserve. Now the schedule is you know helping out when you play the NFC East. Yeah, and, they're they're a middle of know. the pack. They're a middle of the pack team, but. Schedule, you know, strength of schedule, like you said, and yep, yep. And, and then the conference. I mean, the conference, yeah. um, the NFC is a better conference right now than the AFC is. Now, they've caught up as right. opposed to previous years. I'm going to say, I think the AFC is caught up this year. Yeah, but the, the NFC is still, but the NFC is still the better division. I mean, conference, I'm sorry. Right, right. I, I, I think when we're talking records, the AFC has caught up, but in terms of the quarterback play, the NFC has that. Like yeah. they got they not only do they got the records to prove that, but they got the quarterbacks in that conference that make them, you know, a complete better conference. Yeah, I AFC mean, because when you talk about AFC quarter quarterbacks, uh Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, uh you gotta put ben. Tan um but but before Ben, Ryan Tannehill but we still like we still don't really like even though we should be giving him his props, we still don't really believe Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is probably me thinking about it. I mean, let me see if I can think about it really quick. He's probably the third best quarterback in the uh, in the conference. Ooh, Ryan so you Tannehill. got Mahomes number one. So you got Mahomes one, Lamar Jackson well, you, two, Lamar two, and, and you Ryan got Tannehill, Tannehill three. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I think that's. I'm, I'm okay. sitting here trying to make sure I'm remembering every quarterback in the conference, but well, yeah. Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers ain't playing great quarterback right now, so I wouldn't put him in no top uh, five. Yeah, situation. I wouldn't put him in no top five situation. Ben, I would I, give Ben number four. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I, I, and and for real, 
and and I know he's on a bad team. I I, I put Deshaun at number five, bro. I'm sorry. I I I know his team is not doing great. I know they're irrelevant, but his stats are still pretty good, man. Over Justin Herbert, over Joe Burrow. I'm just asking. Um, I, and I I'm only talking about this year. And I'm only talking about this year. Right, right. I I I think definitely over Joe Burrow. Okay. Um, Herbert, I gotta I, I gotta I gotta check his stats. I know he's been balling though. I, I know I know he's been balling. So I I don't know. I think I think that number five spot is a toss up there. Um. So so Tua Tua got the you know got his start. Yeah. Um. Didn't do much. Uh. Didn't really need to do much. Right. Clearly. In this game. Um, and it, it's crazy cause, um, I think Skip Bayless has already, you know, put the, the narrative out there that Miami might be looking for another quarterback, uh, next season, <laughs> which, you know, I, I, that that's more about just getting clicks. And, I about to say, I, no, nah, I don't think know. he'd do it for clicks. I, I, I'll say that about Skip. I don't think he'd do it for clicks. I just think he has interesting takes on things. Um, I would be interested to, to hear what that conversation was. Yeah, I I would be too. I and to me it, it to me it sounds more like because Tua didn't like he didn't shine like that in his first start yeah, compared it, to Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and compared to Justin Herbert. I think that's where that conversation kind of led to. Yeah, I won't and, put no stock into that if that's if that's where it... Right. Nah. Uh, you you just got to give credit to the Miami defense, the Miami special, special teams. teams. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the Rams, are, and I, I won't say the Rams are trash, but well, you did say last week that if they want to, if they want to make some noise in the NFC, they got to beat they the gotta, Dolphins. They got to beat the Dolphins. And you did say that last week, and they did. So, so here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, right. we, here we are, bro. <laughs> right. Um. So speaking of that division, so the Niners got some injuries, right? So Garoppolo's going to be out. Yeah. Kittles is out. And Kittle is out pretty much the rest of the year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're going nowhere, bro. Nope, nope. I, I, I think that's a wrap for the That'll Niners, make, bro. Make this a little easier for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 exactly, it, it, exactly. Um, Shit, and the Rams for that matter. And yeah, yeah, good, good, good point. But I still got to see them because they've already played the NFC East already. Mm-hmm. So I, I I still got to see what they do the rest of the way. Um, I know they got the, I know they still got the Patriots. They got the Jets uh, left to play. Um, they they still got some other teams. I think they got I think they play the Bucks too, and that that'll be tough for them mm-hmm. uh, to get by. That'll be a loss uh, for them. Oh yeah, that'll that'll definitely be a loss for yeah. them. Um, so the Chargers blew another seventeen point lead, bruh. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's crazy because I'm watching I'm watching the end of the Saints game and I I did notice the score like like the like the Broncos was coming back in the game. Like they was down by like ten or seven points. And I never saw the score from that point on and I didn't find out till like later that night that the Broncos won the football game. And I was like, You gotta be kidding me. Like they like this is the I think this is the third game where they've blown a 17 or more point lead this season should justin i mean justin should anthony Lynn be fired at the end of the year god bro man and and that's who i'm worried for bro. yeah like let's just, I'm, let's I'm just ask the real question anthony lynn well well worried is one thing uh another thing is 
look, Philip Rivers was there last year, and these same things was happening. Like the story for the Chargers for the past three or maybe four years has been yeah. them not mm-hmm. closing games. Now, his, so his entire tenure, mm-hmm. that which I don't think it was, which I don't think it was his entire tenure because um, who was the coach before that? I think it was. Um, Who's the guy that used to used to run the Broncos offense? Um, Mike McCoy, yeah, I think, was the coach. Right, but um, before, when but when and he that left, was stuff, and that stuff was going on when Mike McCoy was still for there certain, too. for certain. But my point is, is that when he was fired and Anthony Lynn was brought in, he's been there for two, three years now. This yeah, problem, three years. This problem still has not been fixed after three years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Mike McCoy may have started the problem. But Anthony Lynn hasn't been able to fix the problem, right? And I and I think you got to throw out the twelve and four year in uh, twenty eighteen. They were still losing big games. They were still getting that narrative. Well, well, were they were they losing? I'm sorry, the narrative. Um, as I said, the the narrative was still that narrative was still existent in that twelve and four season. Now maybe it didn't happen as often as it did. Clearly, they went twelve and four. I was gonna say they they lost four games. Yeah, and I don't so, remember what those four games were. Neither but. do I. But but that narrative that that stink was still on the Chargers as a team that they right, weren't closing right. games. Now they might have done it better that year, but uh-huh. that that narrative was still prevalent sure. for the Chargers sure. as a team. Anthony yep. Lynn has yet to fix that. Is all I'm saying. So after three years, and I and I think. And I think the narrative is getting worse in a sense that now it's changed from the Chargers can't close games to the Chargers are blowing 17 point, you know, double digit leads to lose games to um, where, you know, these these are soul crushing like these are Falcon like losses. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> like 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 these are like this is like the Atlanta Falcons of the AFC like. This, these are the type of losses that are just like soul crushing, make you want to punch your mama in the face type losses. Like, you know, I, I'm worried for Anthony Lynn, man. I'm, I'm I really am. What do you? I'm, I'm afraid. I'm what afraid should they do? Job. What should they do in your opinion? Uh, they should. I th- so they, let, they, let me let me throw a scenario at you. Yeah. Um, the Chargers go nine and seven. Miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. and they have get and, and out of those seven losses, which will they, be hard. Um, yeah, yeah but out, out of seven losses, well, okay, mm-hmm. let me make it easier. They go eight and eight, and mm-hmm. out of those eight losses, yep. they have given up ten point ten, at least ten point leads three times. <sighs> that yeah, I, I, and I know what you're gonna say. Um, I. For me, that's a for me that's a tough one. That 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 that's just a tough one. Um, I I think what's gonna happen, he's gonna end up losing his job. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I think. That's not what I want. <laughs> I, I I want Anthony Lynn to keep his job at least another year. How many years? Yeah. How many years does he have to fix this after his third year? In your mind, then I I think I think he has one more. Okay, because cause it's clear it's clear they got the quarterback that they want right mm-hmm. that that's clear mm-hmm. so let's get everybody back they got a decent think, wide receiver core right now yeah you're right right decent they, running they got game. a wide receiving core um derwin james even though he's had some health issues 
he's still one of the best safeties in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have talent on defense. Melvin Ingram is still there. Bosa. Um, Joey Bosa is still there. Um, I would give him one more year. Okay, it's just too. It's just too much talent to just. I'm not mad you know at what that. I'm, I'm not mad at that. It's just. It's just too much talent. Give him another year, and if the same problems keep happening where they can't close games, they're blowing double digit leads, then you you let him go after that. Okay. Uh, no disagreement here. Yeah, that that that's where I'm at with that. Um, just other little small notes. Like there was a lot of upsets this weekend. Like you had the Vikings beat the Packers, and Dalvin Cook just had a monster yep. game. Shout I think he him. had like four touchdowns, 160 something yards rushing. Shout out to something him. like that. Yo, yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. I, mean, I can't. I can't really pretend like look. Anomaly. There's no. I, I can't. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anomaly. No question. I, I. I don't. I'm not saying that the Vikings are all of a sudden they're back. Like, yeah. No. I'm not saying that. Or that this, they were this, ever. This, or that they were ever there to begin with. Yeah. Right. It's a. It's a head scratcher though on the Packers side for certain though. Sure. Because they, they did just lose to the Buccaneers, which is a good team, just a couple but, of weeks ago. But they lost to the Buccaneers, and that was a clunker. It wasn't like they just lost to a, the better team. They had a clunker against the Buccaneers. Right, right. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it's a head-scratcher, but yeah. I think the Packers will be fine. Yeah. And then you got the Titans just I, – I, I think they were dominated by the Bengals from from the jump. Just well, kind of look score and the and and the you know in the in the playlist and all that I, I think they were dominated see the thing the, the thing that bothers me about the titans loss um and it, you know it's is this team for real and last last week we said this team was for real and i and, and i think it was really more based on that the south that you know the division one and mm. two um you know obviously derrick henry but yep. Derrick Henry has a has a you know a good game for all intents and purposes. It wasn't like you know those you know 150 yards, 200 yard games that he can right. have. But he had uh, over 100 yards. He had a touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. What happened? This, uh, I I think this defense just isn't good, man. Yeah. I, I mean, you you saw it last week against Pittsburgh. And now you're seeing it against the Bengals. But see, we got to ask for real: is this team for real? And I guess, and and I guess that if we're talking about playoffs, that doesn't change. But um, did the Titans come in? The Titans came into the season with expectations because of signing how because they, of what they did in the playoffs, and then and then bringing back those key pieces. It's yep. like okay, we they should be doing some of the same things they did last year. Um, this team can go to the playoffs at nine and seven in that division, right? But then what happens in the playoffs? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's so predicated um, on Derrick Henry going crazy um, mm-hmm. that you know we just don't know. We just don't know if he's going to go crazy. If if everybody takes on the uh, the idea of look, stop Derrick Henry at all costs, mm-hmm. we don't believe that Ryan Tannehill can win a game. Right, right. No, even and, though, even though, there's a couple of regular season games from last year where that happened and he came through. But regular season, we we don't care about that. Care all about that it. all that proves is is that you have the ability to do it. Right, which now means it's you need to do it in the playoffs. What about the moments like yeah. when it really counts and yeah. the stakes are hot? Mm-hmm. 
It's it's about the moments at this point. We know we know you can do it. We know you can do it. It's just. But then let's be clear. In the playoffs, in the playoffs, Ryan Ryan Tannehill didn't have to do nothing. Let's be very clear. No, he didn't. He didn't have to do a thing. Right. But hand the ball off and that and that fumble it on the handoff. Right. And it wasn't his fault. Yeah. I mean, cats are cats are acting like the team took the ball out of his hands. No, Derrick Henry just ran wild. <laughs> and when you got a guy that can run wild, why the hell would you go away from that? But then here's, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if Tan, but Tannehill had the when they should, when the Chiefs in that uh, conference championship, mm-hmm. Chiefs said, "Hey, nah, you're not going to beat us." Right now, can you go toe to toe with the big dog? Yep. And he couldn't do it. So it's, yeah, nah, he couldn't do it. I don't believe him. Sorry, couldn't do it. I don't believe him. Couldn't do it. But he is having a good year. He's having so a good far. year, and he should be respected for the year he's having in the regular season. But when contract, it all comes down to it, the contract right now, so far, so good. No, it's not a waste at this yeah. point. Yeah, no, yeah, and, it, and and I don't think as long as they keep Derrick Henry happy, I don't think it'll be a waste because yep. as long as Derrick Henry is there. I'm sorry, any competent quarterback should be able to go to the right. Titans with that run game and be yeah. effective. Yep. And you have some pieces on offense that do have a ceiling. Like A.J. Brown, yeah. I still believe, has a ceiling. Yeah. I believe that John New Smith has a ceiling. So You mean we'll, you mean he has, meaning his potential hasn't been tapped yet? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, AJ Brown for certain. John Smith, um, I, I don't really have a real opinion on, but AJ Brown for certain um, yeah. has the potential to be one of those dudes at wide receiver in, in, in the NFL um, for certain. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, I don't, the, the Titans, we, you, we, you can't say they faking because they're going to win a division. But you, yeah. but when it comes down to it, um, are we certain about that though? They, they, they're in a tie with the Colts right now. And- um, I let me say I am certain about it. Okay, I say okay. that I'm certain about it. Um, Cause as much because as much as I don't like as much as I don't love the Colts this year, just because of Philip Rivers, that that defense, uh, that Colts defense is a better defense than the Titans defense right yeah, now. Yeah, but I, I don't believe Philip Rivers in the end. So no, I, we agree. We agree. I don't believe Philip. I believe Derrick Henry against that Colts defense. Then I believe uh, Philip Rivers against that Titans defense. Okay, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I got nothing else, man. Except I I heard something crazy this afternoon about the NFL potentially adding an eighth playoff spot in both conferences for yeah. this year's playoffs. Miss me with that bullshit. And it's like, it's like, why? <laughs> look, look. I'm not even a fan of seven players, seven teams for real, for real. But I'll take it. You know. Uh-huh. You know. Right. But um, yeah, miss me with that. Yeah, I, well, it it was it was it was like a it was like a brief like headline, right? So they was they were saying something about it has to do with COVID, and I'm like, I'm like, you gotta you you, you gotta you gotta miss me with that yeah. because yeah, it, 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 is this is this about not wanting certain teams to miss the playoffs, like or or is it or is it about <laughs> yeah that you that way? New England is it Patriots. about that? New England Patriots. Patriots, yeah, right. But more than that, <laughs> or is it really about? Oh, we might have missed some, missed out on some money with preseasons and tickets, and you know, limited fans in the stands. Let's add one more. Let's see if we can get one more game in there. 
Right. Because what's the format now? Right. Because because what's 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 the format now? So you go eight teams. That means everybody's playing, right? Nobody gets a buy, right? Right. Oh, you would think. Oh, you would think. Yeah, you would think. I mean, they obviously they could do something, and you know, it'd be some kind of other way. But yeah, you would think so. Because if you have like right now with the seven team format, only one team per conference gets the bot get the week off, mm-hmm. which means those other three games per conference, you're gonna get winners out of those three games, and then you still got four teams left. You know, divisional round. But you could, but, but with eight teams, you could still you could go back to giving two teams uh, the bye, and then just have three games in, as opposed to two, right? And wild but card then, round. Yeah, but then what? But then at least five teams left per conference if you give two teams the bye. If there's eight teams and you take away two, that's six teams. No, but what I'm saying is, is if you give two teams the bye and you give the other six teams in the conference to play, that's three games. So right, right, one, right, of those, one of those right, teams are right, going to win. So right. you, you'll get three winners right, and then, plus, those, plus those two gotcha, teams that gotcha, had the week off. That's gotcha, right, five right, right, teams. So right. what do you do from well, that point? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that. So I don't I don't, I don't know, know what that conversation yeah, but, but, is. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that's a headline. I mean, I don't agree with it one way or the other. So, I don't agree with it either. Unless they got a a, a surefire plan on how they're gonna, you know, format that. But one way or the other, they're talking. About, but in my mind, one way or the other, they're talking about getting extra games in. And th- when we're talking yeah. about the playoffs, you're talking about you know maybe uh, them allowing more fans into the stands. You know that mm-hmm. type of thing. So. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah, so, yeah, miss me with that. Y'all, that's a money grab. Yeah. Right, right. That's a money grab. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, man. Hey, um, I'm good, man. Yeah. You, you can close us out Listen, if you got yeah. Hey, uh, first of all, appreciate everybody for listening. If you were in the chat room, um, if you catch it on demand, we appreciate you. Shout out to Big Cap 303A1, day one. We see you play up. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you like the Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can follow me at Maestro Styles on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Trey on Instagram at Trey Frazier. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2 as he runs our Twitter page. The reason why you see Ravens bias amidst them losing or maybe one day even being trashed. You're damn right. He will be biased. So that's where you see it from. That does not reflect Do it. the opinions or views of Maestro Styles more times than it does. Um, Go to so, Maestro Styles' page for that. All that Steeler <laughs> talk. Go to Maestro Styles' page for that. <laughs> so for Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles, man, we love you. See you next week. Peace.
Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air.